Hi, honeybees. It's it's us. We're back. We are so excited. We're back. Oh my goodness. This is surreal for us both. Yeah, we're sitting here a little just speechless because we haven't done this in a hot minute. Over a year. It's been over a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were kind of shocked. We actually looked at the um, episode date of what our last episode was and I was like, Sid, it's been over a year, but we're also just rejoicing because we are really excited to be back and recording and honestly just kind of give you all a life update of what God has been doing in our lives, what he's done over the last year, what Jesus is teaching us. Um, and we just pray that that would really minister to y'all's hearts and encourage you. And I just know that whenever I see Jesus in other people's lives, I'm very mm-hmm. encouraged. So pray that this is just refreshing to see how God is moving. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. And this is like the start of season two. Yay. You know how like podcasts and things like do the whole season one, mm-hmm. season two. So this is the first episode of season two. Here we go. Which is really fun. Season two, 2022. Wait, that's cute. I didn't even think about that. That was really fun. Yay, we're pumped. Um, So kind of just could kick off with your... Sydney, you have a life update. Oh, do I? Yes, you do. Why don't you share? <laughs> Guys, a lot has happened in the past year. Um, I, if this was like on a video, I'd show you guys. Maybe we'll have to like post a picture or something mm-hmm. so you can see. But I'm engaged and Woo! I'm getting married July 22nd, 2022 to the most godly man that I have ever met and someone who I would love to potentially have on the podcast sometime and we can just like ask Sweet Sean some questions. This um, is good and this season has just been so incredibly sweet and just thinking back to and currently in all of the sweetness of this season um it has been one of the most I'm like I don't really even have words Mm. to like describe this season and like the sweetness of everything and like the rejoicing in the celebration um other than it's the most tangible thing that I have felt from like the kingdom Mm. like most tangible love from the kingdom of God that I've ever felt in my entire life and um truly just like heaven on earth um and so sweet um to continue to have sweet couple mentors um Don't know if we've talked about them before, but Zach and Aaron um, are Sean and I's couple mentors and um, just walking through premarital counseling with them um, and wedding planning and all of the sweetness and wedding planning is so, so much fun, Mm -hmm. but truly so grateful for the posture that the Lord has, has flipped my heart to, um, which isn't like freaking out over like the Pinterest board that I probably made in eighth grade. Um, but what is truly, um, most exciting is preparing for marriage, um, and preparing for a lifelong love and, um, just have seen Ecclesiastes 412, Mm -hmm. like written over this whole season, um, 
a cord of three strands is not easily broken. Um, and Sean um, and I are just braiding it with Jesus, and mm-hmm. it's been so, so sweet. So that's kind of just like life update, um, and it's coming up quick. Like, where did time so go? Fast. I don't understand. Guys, this is crazy, okay? So literally at this time a year ago, yeah. Me and Sid, and we've actually had Allie on the podcast before. Yeah. So yeah. Our bestie, um, Allie. Our other best friend, Allie. Um, we were in San Diego a year ago visiting Allie. Literally at this time, we're about to go to San Diego next week and visit her again. And right before this time was when Sean called me and Allie to, you know, give us the news that he was going to propose to Sid that following July and what the plan was and how we could be in on it and all the things. And then over spring break, processing with you, but also helping guard your heart with, like, where God was leading you and Sean because we knew what you Mm -hmm. didn't know. I'm sitting – get this, guys. I'm sitting on the beach, and I'm saying what my, like – if anyone were to ask me, and I've had sweet, sweet friends ask, like, what would be, like, your greatest relationship advice, like, Mm -hmm. ever – Um, and truly like this is from Jesus, um, the posture of in, and this is what I was saying to Allie and Tacey, like we're sitting on the beach, we're having these really sweet convos and I'm like, I want to respect Sean's future spouse, whether that is me or isn't me. And like, if it isn't me, like how sweet would it be for Sean's future wife or wife to come up to me and say, Hey, thank you so much for respecting, like my marriage mm-hmm. and like our marriage and like thank you so much for respecting me in the time that you spent with Sean and if that is me then like how sweet is that because mm-hmm. like that is also respecting and honoring to not only me but like the Lord mm-hmm. so like wanting to respect Sean's future spouse whether that is me or isn't me and I'm just sitting there, like, saying all this on the beach. And Ali and Tazy are probably just, like, geeking out inside, like, no, like, you are we getting We were freaking out, but we obviously had to keep our cool. And I'm like, you are his future wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, just sitting there. But it also, truly, though, like, all jokes aside, just encouraged me so much of just your and Sean's maturity and just, mm-hmm. like, what God has done and is continuing to do in your guys' relationship and through you have learned so much just Mm. being a witness to all of this. Um, It's kind of funny, like, I mean, not funny what I'm saying about walking in singleness. Singleness is such a gift. But it's funny that even in singleness, I feel like girls that I'm, like, you know, pouring into or ministering to or whatever, it's like I'm giving them relationship advice. And truly everything I tell them, I'm like, I'm not even experiencing this myself because I'm literally single. But I, like, think of you and Sean and the Mm. wisdom that you guys display and, like, what I've gained from you guys. And it's truly helped me to just be a better mentor and leader to them because it's, like, Mm. maybe I haven't experienced some of the things they're walking through firsthand yet, at least in a Christ-centered relationship. Um, But just witnessing a Christ-centered relationship that you guys have, I'm able to Mm. just kind of share what I know to be wise. And I think that that's honestly one of the biggest things, Sid, that I – hadn't really maybe heard before in like a dating conference or like, you know, biblical marriage advice and what does the Bible say about marriage and dating and all the things, all great talks that I've heard and like grown in those areas to just have more wisdom on. But one of the biggest things that I just don't think is talked about enough is the idea of guarding 
your future spouse's heart well because even in dating to marry, while you're dating, it is not promised that you will be married to that person one day. Yeah. So you kind of touched on that, Sid, but why would you say that that was so important to you and Sean to be just very um, mindful in of why you Mm. went about that so diligently? Because I think, you know, even as Christians, like with not bad intentions, we can go into it and being like, well, I'm dating Mary, so we'll probably, you know, be married in this amount of time or this is going to happen or this is going to happen. It's great to be wise and like you should be dating to Mary because if you're not dating to Mary, you're going to date dating just to date. Yeah, date to just date and then break up. And it's like, okay, well, that might not be the most mature um, heart posture. So yeah, why would you say it's so important to go about it Mm. with that mindset and that heart posture? Mm, That's good. I think just like right off of my head um, and what's on my heart right now is um, the Lord's sweet command of guard your heart above all else because Mm -hmm. everything flows from it Mm -hmm. what we're consuming what we're speaking how we're acting like all of these things Mm -hmm. are at the end of the day like stewarded by our heart so what in a relationship um thinking about how like boundaries are so important Um, because they set one another up for success, right? Mm -hmm. And so even, like, bringing in, um, and I did not know what this meant, like, a year ago. I, like, heard the word reproach, and I'm like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I did not really understand the fullness of, nor even understand the definition of that word, Mm -hmm. because I had never, um, just, like, really sat in, um, what that meant and context like behind mm-hmm. that, but the Bible calls us God's word and the truth calls us to live above reproach, mm-hmm. which means not how essentially not how close can I get to the line, mm-hmm. but how can I set myself up for success to um, be really really wise um, and almost in a sense, like how far can I run from the line? Mm -hmm. Not how far can I run to the line and like make, um, you know, that be a really big thing to like process, especially in a relationship. And I think it's so important. And even just going back to like Sean and I's relationship, it was so important for us and still is because we're not married yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think in terms of like relationships and how to do relationships really well um it's so important to focus on hey and always go back to like our source and our supply Mm -hmm. and say hey like what does god say about this and what is god putting on my heart about this Mm -hmm. and then like going into it with prayer and Mm -hmm. um going into it with thanksgiving and supplication and and praising god that he does he does command us to guard our hearts mm-hmm. uh, because it is what is best and it's in his design. Um, and I think that there's just so much sweetness and tenderness and gentleness that I've learned about God's character mm-hmm. through um, really working to guard my heart and guard Sean's heart. And um, that is something that we've had like accountability in that we've had sweet 
mentors like speak into um and we know that we're not going at it alone yeah that's awesome so thank you for sharing um you kind of saying all that just reminded me of the first two verses in hebrews 12 so i just wanted to read them really quick Mm. um therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Um, yeah, just kind of that first part of throwing off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Hmm. And it's just so cool that, you know, the reasoning behind doing this in this verse is since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. So I think it's just so cool that... Um, to glorify God, you know, we we can seek to live above reproach and yeah. pursue holiness and live in a way that displays the character of Christ. Um, that looks different than maybe witnesses around us. And that's like exactly what I think of when I think of you and Sean's relationship. Like you guys mm-hmm. did dating differently. You're doing engagement differently. I know you'll do marriage differently than the world says those things are to be done. Um, so yeah, yeah, that just kind of is exuded in these verses and just is such a representation of even when it's hard throwing off what is not of Christ, whether that's in any stage of our life, really. So Yeah, yeah. We're called to be in the world, not of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that just, like, speaks and, like, echoes, like, what you just said, too. Mm-hmm. For sure. so sweet. And I, y'all, let me tell you, when I say that I've seen a friend be in the world but not of the world like that is Tacy, and I'm gonna let her share her life update because I am just like rejoicing with the kingdom of heaven and like all the sweetness and celebration of what the Lord um has and mm-hmm. has been like in the works for like so much sweet time mm-hmm. um but seeing the lord just like hand script and like write this beautiful symphony of what's next mm-hmm. um for tacy after college um is so sweet so taste what do you have next happening yes i am so excited that was so sweet Sid. thank you um so guys when i graduate in may you're graduating in May? No way. Yeah. Really? Craziness wow. that I literally am done in like eight weeks, which Don't is... say that. <laughs> really bittersweet. And if I wasn't staying in Fort Collins, let me tell you, I would be way more of a mess right now. Mm. I think I'm just so excited to still be here yeah. that it hasn't really hit me because I'm not leaving this town or like a lot of these people. Yeah. Yes, some people, which is so sad, like going to be married and living at your house married like craziness but you'll I'll still see you so you're still in Colorado yeah but anyways um so starting in the fall I will be full-time on staff with the campus ministry that Sid and I have both been involved in since the start of college and um it's called student mobilization lots of you've heard of it stumo for short and yeah I'll be basically just doing full-time ministry what that will kind of look like is Um, being able to share the gospel with college students, just becoming friends with them and just being like a mentor and a role model to them, basically sharing the good news of Jesus Christ that 
yeah, God sent his son Jesus um, down to earth to live a perfect life. He was without sin, unlike all of us. Um, our sin does separate us from God, but because of Jesus died on the cross for our sins, we can have a relationship with God. We can have eternal life and start living for heaven now, basically. And so I get to share that with students um, and just continue to pour into them, continue to help them navigate what walking with God in college looks like. Um, I know that if it wasn't for Stumo and my mentor, Sarah, I would not be following Jesus right now. I would not be doing this podcast sitting here right now. Um, God has used Stumo to radically change the trajectory of my life. So I start fundraising for my salary, actually, mm-hmm. in literally two weeks, not even, less than. So kind of starting that process now. So y'all want to be praying for oh, my fundraising. We will be praying. Prayer I would really appreciate in that. This house. But um, yeah, praying. definitely now that I look back, totally see God's hand orchestrating all of it. Well before I could have even thought of it or even had any clue that that was what he was orchestrating, which is kind of mm. just what he tends to do, which is so yeah. amazing. So, And I'll be living with um, my roommate from freshman year and Carly. some of the bestie gals that are on staff right now. And so that's just also such a gift that Carly and I both started college not following Jesus. We were believers in God, but we weren't following Jesus. Yeah. And it's cool to see what a difference like God has made that so evident to me of, Hey, there is a difference between believing in a higher power, believing in God, even Satan and demons believe in God's existence. Like they literally bow before him, but they're obviously not followers of Jesus. Um, I mean, Jesus commanded his disciples over and over again and commands anyone to come to him and follow him. Um, for he is the way, the truth and the life. Um, and no one comes to the father except through him. So just so excited to, Continue walking in that and walking that with friends and supportive people around me and just so excited to see who I'll meet next year, who I already know in college that is going to be a student still. They're not graduating yet and I can continue to do life with them and help them grow in their faith. So that's kind of my big thing. Praise Jesus. Right now. Praise Jesus. (laughs) I'm like, woo! I am so so excited. So sweet. I like kind of forget. I'm like, oh, that's about to be my full-time job. Yeah. Very in awe of God. Sometimes I'm like, it's just humbling because it's like, I was literally just talking with Sid before this of how, I mean, he does not have to use us mm-hmm. in reconciling others to himself, but he chooses to. And yeah. that just reminds me of what a privilege it is. Like, yes, we are commanded to go and share the gospel. Like, we have the cure to death. If someone had the cure to cancer, they wouldn't keep it to themselves. They would be going and telling doctors and other people like guys guess what I have the cure to cancer like we figured it out we got to save everyone and that's kind of how the gospel is like it is the cure to death instead of death and separation from God for forever we can have eternal life with Jesus for forever like let's go share that I think that can easily get twisted in the church in the world all the things of you know preaching the good news and is, is a bad, just kind of has a bad taste in a lot of people's mm-hmm. mouth. I know it had a bit bad taste in my mouth for a long time, but just knowing the why behind it of it does bring hope and joy and peace to so many people in such a dark and broken world. Um, and so just kind of knowing, wow, God doesn't have to use us. Like, yeah, yes, he commands us to, but also he, like we get to go share that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he loves us whether we share it or not. 
Yeah. We don't have to do and anything to earn that. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's like we don't have to, but we get to. Like we get to share this news that has changed our life, our eternity, so many people around us, lives and eternities. So it can be hard to be bold at time. I feel like if any of you that are listening right now are wary in fear and just um, being maybe bold in your faith, um, I just encourage you to take small steps of boldness each day, even in the little things, even in the things mm-hmm. that are not spiritual. A friend said that one time she was training her muscle of boldness, like even in the littlest of things of maybe you're, you know, in the Starbucks drive through and it's like normally you just sit on your phone while you're waiting for your drink or whatever you know just ask the barista how their day is going hey how's your day been just practicing going out of your comfort zone and even the littlest of ways I've seen how doing that has helped me be bold in my faith and then just really being in tune with the Holy Spirit and just being very prayerful of kind of like hey God like lay on my heart when you want me to be bold and ask someone you know whether it's how their day is or if they believe in you, Jesus, like whatever it is from a tiny thing to something that can maybe seem really, really, really scary or asking someone how you can be praying over them, like a stranger. Yes, they might be thrown off guard, but also that could make their day. That could have yeah. made their And the worst they could week. say is no. Yeah, the worst they could say is be a little weirded no, out. Thanks. And then you just know where identity lies, not in what that person thinks of you and that, you know, you keep chugging along, moving forward. And I feel like those little acts of boldness in non-spiritual things really have helped me be bold in spiritual things, in having spiritual conversations, in sharing the gospel where it's like what used to literally be the scariest thing ever to me. I couldn't even utter the words of, you know, what do you believe in or do you have a faith now is like very natural to me. And that is all by God's grace and him working in my life. But also encourage you that I didn't just arrive here. Like it was a process and I did have to train that muscle and rely on God and remember the why behind being bold. Yeah. And that the the why behind being bold to me and what Jesus has done in my life outweighs the fear of maybe what other people are going to think of me and proclaiming to be Christian or asking others what they believe in and trying to share the gospel yeah. with them. So Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's gold. That's good. <laughs> um I would love to know, Tace, what that decision looks like from believing to following God. This is good, Sid. I'm like, oh boy, here I go on a <laughs> tangent. I feel no, like people need to hear. For sure. So basically, I feel like there's a verse in the Bible that kind of helps me wrap my head around this and outlines it. Um, Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So some of this kind of already talked about it. Like the wages of sin is death. Our sin separates us from God. But because of what Jesus has done, dying on the cross for our sins, through him we can have eternal life. We can have a relationship with God. We can be fully forgiven. So I knew, quote unquote, that this was true. But Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I did not make, I knew Jesus was my savior. So Mm -hmm. I knew that he died on the cross for my sins. I had not yet made him the Lord of my life. So, sorry, I have to say it again in my head. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God. Okay, eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. So we can't neglect that that part where it says Lord in that verse. And kind of when I think of Lord, I think of like a king, a ruler, a higher power, someone that you're under authority of. You mm-hmm. submit to their lordship, um, their leadership, basically. And so 
when I really grasped, dang, like, so if this is true, God sent his son to die for me, that I, like, I am debt free. I owe a lot of debt because of all the sins that I've committed and will still commit um, as I continue to live as an imperfect human on this earth. Mm-hmm. But if this is true, that Jesus paid the price for all of that, like, that's kind of a big deal. Like, yeah. without that, I am separated from God. And I can't save myself. Like, I'm imperfect. I'm going to keep sinning. Me trying to save myself. Me trying to turn to the world and the college culture and lifestyle or grades and achievement or what people thought of me. That wasn't working. That wasn't filling the hole in my life of just um, dissatisfaction and just a lot of unfulfillment. And so as soon as I kind of realized, okay, my way is not working. My way of trying to be satisfied, fulfilled, saved, whatever you want to call it was not working. God, you say that living for you, submitting to you, not out of rules or like this authoritative figure in the sky that's far away from me that just is making me obey all his commands. No, no, no. A God that sent his son, that he loves me so much. He sent his son to literally die for me while I was still a sinner, while he knew I was going to be far from him committing all of these things that are totally not glorifying to him nor fulfilling to me. The wages of sin is death. Yeah, that not only is separation from God when we die, but literally a spiritual death on earth, like truly like it felt like death, but while I was on earth, like that's just how empty and dark it felt not living for God. And so knowing that it was out of his love for me, that's why I want to live for him. That's why I want to make him, well, he is Lord of my life. That's why I wanted Mm -hmm. to make him the Lord of my life. And he doesn't expect perfection. He never has, never will. So it was truly just about coming into a relationship with him. Yeah. And it's like I was looking in all the wrong places, but as soon as I started looking to yes, for that fulfillment, as soon as Mm -hmm. I started looking to Jesus for fulfillment, Mm -hmm. practically how did I do that by getting getting in His Word every day? Um, The Gospels are a great place to start. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John really just helped me to understand the life that Jesus lived on Earth um, and more His character and more His love for me. Then, as I started seeing the commands in the Bible of how God wanted me to live. Because I then had made that decision to trust in Jesus. I had the Holy Spirit in me. Therefore, I started to feel conviction. I started to feel like, okay, I'm reading God's word. This does not line up with what my life looks like. Mm -hmm. Okay, God, like you'll help me get there. So I want to start making some changes. Like I want to live for you because of how much you love me. And he refines us. Basically, that means like we've got some sharp edges, but he's our refiner. He's the one that kind of just literally changes us from the inside out. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I was living for myself. I was living for the world. Tacey was the Lord of her own life and now Jesus is. So, mm, yeah. Praise God. That's yeah. So sweet. Thanks for asking, Sid. Yeah. I just think that's so sweet to, to talk about and mm-hmm. to recognize too in, um, just the difference between believing mm-hmm. and following mm-hmm. Christ. Um, and what that looks like, and I just appreciate your your heart and your passion um, for the Lord um, and His truth, and knowing and seeing that you mm-hmm. walk out every single day, um, just being the hands and feet of Jesus. That's what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. And how are we not only proclaiming um, and sharing and mm-hmm. sitting with people and processing the gospel? Mm-hmm. But also, how are we acting 
um, as the hands and feet of Jesus? How mm-hmm. are our lives evidence mm-hmm. of the change that that the Lord has made um, because of that that decision to follow mm-hmm. Christ? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just praise God for mm-hmm. that and all the goodness. Yeah. One more verse before we finish up that I thought of that while you're saying all that, Sid, and just kind of goes back to really when I started following Jesus. Um, Romans 12, 2 says, Do not conform to the patterns and behaviors of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and improve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So as much as I wanted to go back to those ways of the world, still at times, I mean, I need to, one, be transformed by the renewing of my mind every day. Like, our minds are a messy place. That's a whole other podcast episode (laughs) in and of itself. But just, you know, letting God's voice be the loudest voice in my mind, not Mm. other voices. That is, like, one part of that. But also, um, not going back to those ways of the world. Because that verse says, like, God's will, when we're not living for the ways of the world, God's will for us is good, it is pleasing, and it is perfect. So his commands, you know, the way he wants us to live actually is to protect us and because of how much he loves us. So encouragement too for anyone wrestling with that of just fighting sin, fighting, going back to the ways of the world, fighting, you know, going all in for Jesus or not, just kind of a little tidbit of truth and encouragement to y'all. So Yeah, I love that. We have just loved this time together Tacey just dabs for all of those of you who cannot see I do that way too much <laughs> that was really cute oh I feel gosh. like I feel like our friends need to hear that yeah, you guys are our friends and we hope that this just felt like getting coffee again this podcast just started from a dream and a passion that like the Lord had placed on our hearts and just a dream to like record essentially like what we talk about like in coffee shops like what we talk about on the daily Mm -hmm. and just have it be sweet sweet time to just give all the praise and honor to the lord and all of his goodness and um i don't know if the sound came through but my microsoft teams just went off on my computer so if you heard that that's what that was Hmm. but we Just want to affirm and, like, encourage um, you, sweet honey, be listening, um, that you are loved, um, and that Jesus is pursuing you um, Mm -hmm. and wants a relationship with you and wants to continue um, to fully just unlock the beauty um, that he has to unveil um, in your heart and... Um, we just love you and we're so thankful for you. And we also would love to be praying, um, for Mm. you all. So feel free to message us on Instagram or if you have our numbers, text us. Mm -hmm. We love you and we want you to leave listening this podcast feeling encouraged, um, by our heavenly Mm. father. And we pray before every podcast that he would speak through us and that we would get out of the way and that he would be fully present um and speak something and I know that he has a word to deliver mm-hmm. to every one of you every single podcast um and so we just love you and we want to just close in prayer um and then that's the end of episode one of season two woohoo yay do you want to call on all here that sounds fabulous great okay 
Hey God, Lord, I just thank you for this time, God. I thank you for this space. God, I thank you for the technology um, to be able to record um, just sweet conversations, um, conversations, diving in, um, talking about faith and following Jesus in college um, and just what we're traversing in life, God. Um, Lord, we just praise you for every single listener, God, um, every single person listening right now, God, Father, you see them. Um, God, you know exactly where they're all, where they are, um, whether they're driving in their car, whether they're listening to this in their dorm room, um, God, whether they're walking, um, Lord, you know exactly where they are, um, God, and you know them. Um, would you just meet them right where they're at and remind them um, of your truth, God? Um, we're so grateful for this time. Um, we just want to give you all the praise and all the glory and all the adoration um, for we just praise you that we are just vessels, God, um, and we want your your name to be known. Um, we don't want to be known. We want Jesus to be known um, and known in and through us, God, for what you're doing and what you will continue to do. Um, God, and I just pray blessing um, and peace over our listeners, God, um, as they walk throughout the rest of their week, um, in the morning when they rise, and in the evening when they rest. Um, God, we love you. Yeah, God, um, we just thank you so much for this time, Lord. God, I just pray over every listener in their heart, Jesus. God, I pray that you just be with them. Um, I pray that you would just be revealing yourself to them in this time, God, and I just pray for boldness for them to um, be true to who you say they are, God, to share what you've done in their life, God, to share the gospel, Lord, um, and just to live out the citizenship in heaven that is theirs, God. Lord, we praise you for sending your son Jesus for us, and we just pray that we would set our hearts and our minds and our eyes to that this week, God. We love you. We need you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. That's what the people said. Amen. We love you guys. We can't wait to chat soon. Bye.